But I would also, you know, like I told you just before, rewrite your songs. Yeah. And then oh, like, change them and release them as mine. But like as you like playing like guitar, like harmonica in it, but I'll, I'll probably fade that out. But the music video would be like the a music montage video would be with you, my kids. With your kids, yeah. And yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm looking forward to it. Hell yeah. Thank so, you. Yeah. Dude. Nobody even thanked me. Nobody even yeah, yeah, no, I just yeah. said thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Mike, no one thanked you. Fuck yeah. Beautiful. We have a guest tonight, half dog. We Delco sure do. Famous. Uh, and Philadelphia. Regional? The shore? Yeah. The most legendary DJ move, ladies and gentlemen. DJ move. All right, man. Yeah. The most legendary DJ move in the studio tonight. Welcome, my good man. Hey, you funny. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I haven't seen you in probably 15 years or so, but you've uh, kept in touch with Half Dog. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's, 15, uh, 20, maybe? You know, we, we were at the same restaurant for so long, you know what I mean? Like, so, I, yeah, let's, let's talk about how we first met. All right. I remember yeah. you first became on, on my radar with um it was you shut up squap a siri mm-hmm. uh, it was Daddy. the move the movement the movement yeah it was it was you dj and dancer so you're a dj a dancer military veteran as well but um you first came on my radar with the movement my brother tommy grew up yeah. with pasquale so did i but he was my brother's age collingdale right. yeah, sure. and i remember my brother was like yo like pasquale's doing this like dance thing right. called the movement and it's him and DJ and they're dancers. And I was like, I got to see this. Uh, and it was uh, in Havertown. I saw you. And um, it was you <laughs> and Pasquale and uh, Greg, I think. Yeah, AP. And you guys had, yeah. you guys had shirts on. Yeah. And it was I move, spelled M-U-V-E. Mm-hmm. Other shirt, you move, we move. And I went and the music was cool. And then these dudes would fucking start breaking down some of the craziest dancing that I've seen live in person. At and Barnaby's it was in so, yeah. And yeah. it was so entertaining. And you still rip that dance stuff. Like to this day, I know I saw you post recently a wedding or a prom or something, but you still do all that choppy. That's shit how it that's started. Crazy. Yeah. Yo, that, that, that was the beginning. Um, but that had to be 12, 12 years ago, maybe. Yeah. When uh, we first met. First, 2009 was first gig. Yeah. Um, the end of 2009. Right. And um, so it was. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, all right, about Pat. Pat, we used to go dance at the Deck in the Lagoon. A.K.A. Pasquale. Pasquale, yeah. <laughs> I was, what do you I, call him, I, Pasquale? Pasquale? I've known him my whole life as Patty Passiri. Dude, dude <laughs> I, yo, I love Pasquale. Pasquale. I know a million Pats. I like know guy, one right? Pasquale. He's a Bonner guy. Yeah, I mean, Bonner stand up. Yes. I mean, I know. Yeah, well, yeah, right, of course. Cool. Shut up, Bonner. I'm not with the Newman. Newman. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. South um, Philly. Nice. South Philly stand up. Right? Um, yeah. So um, we used to go out and party. Every weekend, it was you know it was bootleggers and then the <laughs> and then then there was the deck. Yeah. So that was like the, the lineup. All the dancers used to just you know we knew each other, and Pat, he used to like when the circle would, would open up, he would get out there and he would do the split. I'm like, dang. Like that he, was his signature. That, that was his thing. Yeah. His so we split. called him. We called him splits. Like so splits. Yeah. yeah. Splits. So oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah splits. Yeah. That's that's where that where that came from. Um, and Greg, I met him through dancing too. And one, I said, you know, I was playing the game DJ Hero around, you know, that time. And I was like, all right, you know what? I'm enjoying this game so much. I am going to give it a shot. And I was watching Eddie Stank at the same time. Yeah, shout out Eddie Stank. It it went from dancing to Eddie's beats, uh, playing the video game. Damn, I think I want to try this out. And then I recruited, you know, Greg and I recruited, um, not Pat. I said, yo, look, I'm going to be working at Barnaby's. I want you guys to come out. And so uh, I auditioned, 
the, like the day after Christmas in 09. And, you know, they liked me. It was an audition? Yeah. It was, that, was, that night was an audition. Situation? Yeah. Yeah, because... Um, to get hired at Barnaby's, you yeah, audition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, DJ company um, was DJ Sound Lighting, Dom Setembrino. Uh He's the one who is responsible for putting me in Barnaby's. Wow. Yeah, so big, big shout out to him. He, nice. Yeah, shout out to him. He gave me an opportunity. And look, yeah. I, I emailed him. So um, got in, and I, I was like um, with, with um, AP... And well, AP is Greg, same guy. Okay. And uh, Pat, I was like, "Look, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna start this thing." The only I'm, I'll, I'll say this now: <laughs> I did not want it to be like the movement because, like, it's my name. I'm like, no, nah, I wanted us to be. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know how it's the like Wu Tang Clan, kind of yeah, like, like a democratic, hierarchy, yeah, type a democratic. Yeah, yeah, right. Thing, yeah. I, I wanted it to be yeah. like everybody, but yeah. I'm like, all right, the movement. I just, I just it roll sounds with cool. it. Yeah. yeah, I just roll with it. And um, the idea was Greg was to be the MC, I was the DJ, and Pat was to be the dancer. And I, you know, we were just to interchange everything, and that's that's how it happened. And then week after week, the crowd kept doubling, and I was like, "Guys, we're on to something." Yeah, and it worked. It worked out for a year and some change. So, music, like as a kid, like like how do you get into it? How do you get into the, uh, starting DJing? Yeah, yeah. Well, because right. it sounded like the way you said it there was that you just kind of started then when you were like out there at the clubs and you're like, "I want to do this." How long did it take you to learn? How'd you get started? Um, all right. I started going out on a dance scene uh, around 2007. I got into a bad motorcycle crash and, um, you know, I lost my leaping ability and all that. And so I'm like, all right, I need something to do. And at the time, Storm the Yard came out, the, the Chris Brown movie. Yeah. And I was like, damn, like, they're dancing and they're, they're killing it. So at the time, Jaeger bombs were hot. <laughs> yeah, they were. <laughs> they were oh, seven, hot. Man, that was still hot in certain yeah. uh, locales. Jaeger bombs, yeah. Jaeger Meister, everybody yeah, had those remember, Jaeger hats. Yeah, remember the um, the, the, the Jaeger um, cooler behind the bar, like all that? Freezing, uh, yeah. yeah. Freezing cold. The, um, yeah, that was a heavy Jaegermeister time. time for me, yeah, too. That, that was the time. It's yeah. funny when you say that. Uh, bootleggers reminds me of Jaegermeister. When I hear bootleggers, yeah. I think Jaeger, and Jaegermeister bootleggers. Because <laughs> your body can only know what the fuck to do with it when right. you're in your young 20s. And right. then, like, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I had some Jaeger not too long ago. My body didn't quite know how to process yeah. it. Yeah, but I don't even touch it anymore. Um, so what I would do, I would just go to, and I just wanted to battle everybody. When the circle had opened up. Were you already dancing? No. Or were you just, nah, this, YouTube this, is new at this naturally point, Naturally right? talented? Yeah. I'm, obviously you were naturally talented to go into it and just jump into it. You just hadn't done it in a. No, nah, I was, I was a wallflower. I was not the, I was not the type to get out there and dance. Wow. Um, but you know, like you get that liquid courage and, <laughs> and it's like, all right, you know, just do what everybody else is doing. And. I, I I wanted to, I started going down to the city. And so I got humbled really quick because those guys in the city were next level. But they, they were nice guys. Like, oh, we see that you're trying. They, you know, in that, now I'm in that community. Yep. Then along comes Eddie. And um, uh, Eddie was playing a lot of music that I grew up listening to. Yeah. Because um, he's, he's my sister's age. My sister, she's, you know, like class ninety five, so yeah. like I came up listening. That is a few to, years older than us. Probably, uh, I came up listening 45. to that. Yeah, so mm -hmm. I came up listening to that the the hip hop, 
uh, like every like remember Columbia House? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you get the like, CDs. Like twelve, yeah, twelve CDs for a penny and all that. Never pay for them. I never. Uh, did. Nobody ever paid. Nobody for paid for them. Somehow, nobody. They paid. ended up coming back for me, and they were like, "No." Well, you just have like, that luck. You like yeah. you, you would get caught. I I had to pay. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I but got I got all those like Dr. Dre, those Snoop CDs for free. Yeah. yeah, yeah, all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she would come on with those CDs, and I would record. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I would make mixtapes on the uh, on the tape, and that was me just loving. That was my intro to music. And that's when I just started loving it. High school, I was selling CDs, burning them. You know, people would give me yeah. the seventeen song list, and I I saw an opportunity. It was um, you know, the guys in the school were selling them for five dollars. I sold them for three, and I have it there the next day. Yeah. There you go. Because you could get those blanks back in the day for like yeah. 99 cents. And if you were one of the first ones around with a burner, then you, yeah. you could just do that. Like I, in college, yep. my roommate had the burner. Yeah. And I got CDs on from some website, blanks. They were not a name brand. They were like in bulk. So they were like a right. nickel a piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like they'd skip eventually, but and eventually you'd be able to see through them, like the actual like foil, like reflective shit on them would just wear away. They were terrible. Go ahead. No, no, no. That was uh, the beginning of of, of the the music thing. So music was always a part of me. Yeah, and I I made a I made my own like. Remember DJ Clue? Like you know the Funk Flex and like like those compilations. I wanted to make. Actually, I did. I made one of those tapes. my my DJ name had this like 2004, Tony Terra. That Tony Terra was 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 the name. I still had a tape actually, and I moved that. But I never wanted to go ahead and take the leap, you know, to, to be a DJ. And it wasn't until were you talking on this too? Were you talking was, in between? Yeah, I was. I was, yeah. I was, I was. Oh man, yo, it's. I laugh at it now, but that's the effort you got to put in. Yeah, you know, it's, and I had I had a dream when I was in college that I was on the radio. Like DJing like some some Janet Jackson music because I was like heavy into R and B, and once the game came out, I saw Eddie. It was just like a perfect storm, right? And I just went for it. And that's when you start booking gigs at like Barnaby's, and because you're all over the place, that starts about oh eight oh nine, oh oh nine, oh ten, mm-hmm. um, and like the earlier part of twenty eleven, because um, that's when I went to Iraq. So it was weird. Everything between 2011, that that whole year just doesn't exist to me because I was I was away. So like mm-hmm. the, the music um, that came out during that time, I, I can't really identify with it. I don't know what that record was when it was new. Yeah, no, no idea. And so you only have the music. That, like I'm sure you are able to listen it. to some music. But you're not listening to the new stuff that's out. You kind of have nah. your existing collection for that I'm sure year. Right? And I'm sure right. also it's like you can't really dive deep because mentally he was in another place as yeah. well. Yeah. And I was I was doing a lot of homework on back catalog because um, mm-hmm. you need, uh, in your downtime, you need uh, something to distract you. So I felt as though, let me just go ahead and load the cannons, learn as much music as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. And it, it wound up working out. So I used that time to like do a lot of, of history. But as far as like what was going on during that time, like I couldn't tell you what the hit record of 2011 was. Usually I, I can, you know, be in that that range. But you need oh, to yeah, be able to play it. the record to see the impact. You know, you know when when a song is brand new, when everybody's asking for it, mm-hmm. I didn't get to see that, you know, for a whole year. And being like here all the time, it's a part of American culture. Right. If the song is hot. You're mm-hmm. gonna hear it. During that time, it's so. funny. To that point, I always realized in South Jersey, like in Wildwood and Seattle, they were like, and also where I went to college at Millersville and Lancaster, they were six months behind what we were listening to, like in Philly, Delaware County. Like mm-hmm. I could always count on like whatever was new here. 
like down the shore in six months, it would be brand new there. Like there, there was a lag. Like in there's the cover, still a lag. There's still a lag. There's yeah. still a lag. Because yeah, you'll get it in the. There's cities. a new one of mine, kids. She calls me from the. Yeah, co- well, yeah, exactly. And like I, you listen to like South Jersey radio, you could hear it, you're like, this isn't new. There was like a year kind of mm-hmm. dip. I thought wasn't there a th- in Wildwood? I remember like the early 2000s. There was like a techno station. Well, I was into that. Was hot during that, that time. Yeah, yeah man. I was into what was that. that club? What was that club? Down? It was uh, Club Shickers. No, Mad that titties. also. That also. But North Wildwood, right across. It was uh, Echoes. 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 Yeah. Was, uh, what the Buck Night? Dollar yeah. Beers. Yeah. Echoes was the nice uh, grinding the GGG Agostino. Yeah. Hell yeah. I didn't DJ at Echoes. I DJed at um. Well, Exit Six, which is what it became. I might. I might have played at Echoes. I think I did. I know it was Echoes in 2001. Oh, I don't oh, know yeah. how long it lasted. Yeah, yeah. It lasted a while. It might have lasted a long it, it, time it, after they, that. I'm talking, they, oh, yeah. they, they, they just switched things maybe three or four years ago. Really? Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm, right, out, right, I'm right, out of the game. Flops, I'm out of touch. I, I saw that, yeah. Flip flop. It's right mm-hmm. next to Flip Flops. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they used to do what, what the Buck Night. It was the summer of 2001 when I lived down there. Dollar beers. Fucked up in the, I'll fly with you. Yeah. That was yeah. the jam that summer. I remember that summer. Like now, I'm 20 years past that summer, but the, the, the one thing that the baby born that summer is 22 that now. sticks out in my Ooh. head is that I was all fucked up after like the one of the Wildwood clubs and I'm at mm. a pizza place, right? And I said something like, or I had like an Irish t shirt on, like you know, or I said something like, Yeah, I'm Irish. And I remember guys from Ireland being there and they're like, Oh, yeah, where, where, where are you from? And I'm like, Oh, I meant like my, my mom's side, and they're like, You're a fucking poser. And I was like, holy shit, I'm like, I've never been called out. I'm like, you think I'm a poser? Wait till the last weekend in September <laughs> yeah. when all like, of us come these down. These Irish guys are about to buy. They're like, no, you're not, dude. Yeah. You're American. Wait till Havertown <laughs> comes down in, the, in late September. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'll love that. I, I, but the, well, I would, uh, those nights were awesome, man. Well, I remember that you brought up the club and you were, were trying to find the, the word echoes. Remember some Russian? There was a Russian that we ran into the one time and he goes, you guys want tickets tonight? Club Shakers, mad titties, <laughs> mad titties, shakers. And we used to fuck with each other. Say that all the time. Do you do short gigs still? Yeah. Um, uh, this summer I'll be at Carney's. Uh, uh, K May. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, I've been playing at, um, at the Princeton in Avalon. Beautiful spot. That's Since Anthony like Baker, Anthony Baker books there too. You ever need, uh, at Carney's, uh, Talk to the guys from the Loop. Oh, the 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 band, the Loop. Yeah, that was the that was the cover band I was in for like four years back in the early or late two thousands. I remember seeing they're there all the time. I remember seeing the Loop at um, Brownies, RPs. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, but yeah, but I because I know that they're still doing Carnies, and I mean from the time I was in it, there's only one or two guys left. But I, I know, I know they're there. there. Yeah, they're still there, and they do. The Carnies is their big spot. Carnies is a really cool spot, right, like by the ocean. Mm-hmm. I used to play the Ugly Mug a lot, which is right down the street. Yeah, yeah. but Cape May is a cool little sleeper town. Uh, that's. I, yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad you said mm-hmm. that because um, when I played there last year, that was my first time ever. You know, playing in Cape, Cape May. You know, yeah, nightlife. took a little while to get used to, it, but no, no, yeah. And then it. once I'm there, I'm like, okay, like this is like I don't. You already know it's kind of like divided up into three different classes, kind of. There's yeah. the Wildwood, there's Seattle, and then there's Avalon. Mm-hmm. So nobody ever brings up Cape May. Nobody ever says, mm-hmm. I'm going to Cape May. It's just once they're there, they just make the best of yeah. what's there. But the people who are there, they are, they're already in the know. Yep. And I also feel like a lot of the locals that live like the villas, like on the backside, like mm-hmm. they go to Cape May. Like, so like... 
the Shubies take over those other short points, and Kate May is kind of like the people that are there all year round. And yeah, I'm never yeah, going they, out in Cape K-May's May. Cape May's cool, man. It's cool. It's yeah, cool. I got a number of good things to say about it. Nice. Yeah, yeah I, I, I like that. having variety. You know, it's... Mm-hmm. Same. The And then Princeton's like probably like the, the yuppiest of the yuppie, you know. My yeah, dad, we've talked shit my on every father, short town. My father, I don't know if you know my father, but he could have you all arrested. Yeah. I played Avalon, uh, the, <laughs> uh, the rocking chair, and um, I forget the other spot, the wind drift. Mm. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of... A lot of like uh, pastel and pinks, like men wearing, uh, you know, the golf shorts, brads. <laughs> yeah, Bra- yeah. I, I, but this I last- is Brad. This is Pierce. This is Grayson. I, I this last- is Grayson. Yeah. This last- is Grayson. I lasted there like two or three years, and they didn't ask me back. But Avalon, I'm booking. Yeah, you know what? Um, I used to play at this place. Uh, this place called Jacks. I don't think. Oh it's yeah, Jack's, Jack's place. Yeah. Yeah. Jack's, Jack's, Jack's place, place. Right. Yeah. Okay. That was so- like a box. I remember Sambuco played there too. Tommy Tex, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah. Shout out Sambuco. I, I tell you what, um, I saw Brian from Mr. Green Jeans in mm-hmm. Absolute Pro. Straight up. Yeah. And he had uh, the guy who um who reco- who who covered a Peter Gabriel. Jeffrey song. Gaines. Jeffrey Gaines. Yes. yes. He was there with him. Really? Funny yeah. you just still, brought still, Jeffrey still, Gaines. Still pulling, still pulling the crowd. Mr. Green Jeans, when they were Yeah. At their height, he he's the Mike, I call him I call him the Michael Jordan of of that cover band thing. He's mm-hmm. absolutely the Michael. He's he's the goat. There's Michael Comp. That's a whole nother thing. You know, he's an actual rock star like there that has the backlog. But actually, in that craft, like that cover band, Brian O'Boyle is it. Like he moves like a snake, and he just knows how to like get that crowd of like twenty year old girls to scream. He's it. Brian O'Boyle. Yes. I've yeah. still never I, seen him in person. Him. I've seen really? I've seen videos cool. on YouTube and stuff. He's cool. Looks cool. Yeah. I've never seen him in person. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah, that um, Jack's place. I was there once, and uh, I just remembered it being like a big box kind of looking place, and they packed as many fucking people as they could there. I don't have much uh, Avalon experience, but so you're DJ now, and you're also you're doing clubs, of course, but you're doing yeah. like proms and. And things like that too. So you also are playing to like the under twenty one crowd, and that's been somewhat no, recent, or no? You know how hard that is. That's what I want. <laughs> yeah. That's what I want to talk about. It's, it's hard. How do you approach that? Um, the good thing I have is ex- experience, right? You know, so knowing that I've done a prom before. The other thing, cheer, all right. So let me start here. I'm not in the prom circuit without being in the cheerleading competitions. Now, did you know what Kevin Law? Hmm. Yeah, Ke- I mean, all right. Yeah, he he DJed at Casey's yep. and yeah. Mm-hmm. Kevin Law, um, he asked me to do the Burt Bell cheerleading competition, like to the, the same first year I DJ. Right. So I'm like, I did not get into this business to be d- DJing yeah. that <laughs> like cheerleading kid, competition. Yeah. Imagine showing Clifton up all, yeah. all cologneed up, expecting college girls, and it's, and it's like, like Clifton six, Heights Rams like, cheerleading. Yeah, it's like seven year olds oh, like, oh, oh, oh. Having to deal with cheer moms. Yeah, and, y'all ready for this? And, right. Yes. At, at my showing up horned up, me like, oh, yo, sorry. This is at the Westchester gym, and this this gym is mobbed. Yeah, a whole bunch of people. And he was like, hey, can you do it? I said, sure. Went ahead, you know, and I did it, and that really showed me how to like, you know, just keep the younger generation like know what they want to hear. Um, take requests from them because if the young kids are listening to it, it's going to end up on radio soon. Eventually. Because yeah. They, they got nothing to do but, you know, word of mouth and it's popular and you already, thank you. Uh, here we, here we Yes, here we that's go. a cheerleading competition. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. 
My sisters both cheered. Yeah, and they, look, they, I'm, they, I'm in. I'm in a, my sisters both cheered, and they. Uh, <laughs> no, this, this is. <laughs> is he in this picture? No, no, he's not in the picture, but I was just like, uh, yo, oh. uh, yeah. that's what you're dealing with. This is what, this is, yeah, this is what I do. <laughs> uh, Upper Darby, yeah, at Upper Darby High School. I remember, Look, it, it took me a while yeah. to, to, to gain comfort in doing that, but Kevin Law, he hooked that up, and it was the cheerleaders of Haverford High School mm -hmm. who said, we got to get this guy to do our prom, and that was the beginning of the prom journey. Yeah. Um, so on the fly, you're figuring out what they're into and judging and judging the room, right? Reading the room yeah, as you go. Um, I think it all comes down to that. Like you got to read as like an you know an artist and a pro. You read the room and you and you see what doesn't work and you don't you don't double down on it. You shift. You know that's what the you know that's what the pros do and and the, you know the people that don't do it professionally don't understand. What I learned with the kids is you let them drive the bus. I'm not you know I'm way out of out of their peer group so. Mm -hmm. If they're asking for, for for songs, I'm like, all right, cool. And also, what I do like about the new generation, they will let you know if you're not playing stuff that they're feeling. Even if they they try and catch on to it, they'll look up next song. <laughs> Come on, and, yeah. And, and, and look, and experiences, I should know what I'm supposed to be playing. If the song was on the radio in the last three, four, five years, it's 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 safe. The only thing that made a difference now is the pandemic took two years out of group dancing right so 20 and 21 oh, are off years yeah it is what it is there's nothing that you can do about it's that it's funny you brought that up too about like the proms um i did a um a half gig half dj thing with courtney mooney i don't know if you yeah, know, courtney. know courtney yeah courtney and Shout i courtney they hired me but and, and i'm like and i'm like oh my god these are high school kids i play acoustic guitar like fucking third eye blind and shit mm -hmm. so i'm like, I'm like i need you that. exactly dude so courtney comes and saves my life that night and it was a it was a matter of I could have had an ego and thought like, no, I'm doing my set, but you got to have a head on a swivel and not have that. I played two or three songs and I realized like, oh my God, and Courtney comes in, boom, and saves my life, which is kind of like lifting the crowd up and like, no, yeah. no, this is space oddity. Yeah. This is a fucking class. And I'm thinking the whole time, I'm like, Enjoy why, this. I'm like, why did you even hire me for that? Like you say, it was that down at um, the Reading Terminal Market. It was the nicest mm -hmm. prom. It was the Harriton Senior Prom. But it started off as a joint gig, me and Courtney, and then within 20 minutes, it was Courtney's gig. Dude. She was DJing? No, Courtney's oh, a dude. guy. Yeah, Courtney's a dude. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Courtney. Yeah, he's good. He's, uh, he, he bartends, or not, or DJs locally. Yeah. He's at Yard Pub a lot. Uh, oh, he's, lot uh, he's down at Princeton, too. He he's at the Princeton. Oh, yeah, 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 he does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Courtney, so we um, end up with the same people. Mm -hmm. But that was a good, uh, you know reminder of the, uh, i'm not their age and you know you got to go into the, the, the so little you gave, smarter. you gave up your fee of course once you backed down uh, I, I, yeah I, I definitely pieced them off more yeah, no, it's not yeah i had to i had to because it was supposed to be like yeah set on set off but i mean it's just different like he could provide an energy that i couldn't yeah 100 yeah and there's certain gigs that like i won't take because like i'll see that moving i had a gig where um I, it turned it turned out great one? what's that like a joint one set on set off kind of thing yeah it it Turned out great, but the format of it was he was going on first, remember this? Mm -hmm. And then it was me, and then it was him, and then it was me. And I remember talking that to never them. Works, that works. And I was like, it doesn't, you know, it's not going to work because once you have a DJ establish that energy of the beat and the bass and whatever, it's tough to pull that back yes. and come right back with just an acoustic guitar. That's why. And you, they were like, no, no, let's try it. Right. And 
I was right. Live, but learn. I, yeah, 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 but but it, it it turned out awesome. You should, yeah, you but, should do the acoustic guy first. Yeah, and then, set the and, table and let that with bass it. hit and then the beat hit yeah. with the DJ, and that's how you do it. Yeah, but you know, people want to get think they're you know. It was fine. Know. It turned out great, and it was it was a good opportunity to hang with my boy. Move. Where, yeah, where was this at? Our um, boy. That was like Nar- Narbeth area. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember. Well, yeah, I'll say yeah, Narbeth area. Are yeah. you doing more corporate stuff like like private kind of like stuff now Honestly, than you are the bars? Everything. Both. Um. You want to have your hands in as many um, like pots as possible because mm-hmm. you don't know which one's going to run out. Right. Um, you know, and you you want to have longevity in the game. Yeah, and um, you know, so if you can hold the prom right now, that's going to buy you about another five years in the game because mm-hmm. as they get older, hopefully, you know, there's somebody uh, there that like you know likes what you do and they want you to do their graduation party. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, their wedding followed you on social media. Boom, right. they stayed. You stayed in the background until mm-hmm. wow, they need it. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, between that, um, I'll do the, the shooting competitions. Only thing I really won't do is um, bar mitzvahs and bat mitzvahs. That then you're dealing with you know culture um, and tradition. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't trained to do that, so I'm not even going to get involved. Right. Well, you have done like Greek weddings. I have. Yeah. But, but you know what? And that that started um, early on. I always kept an open ear because I, I wanted to learn. Uh, okay, this is how I roll. I didn't because I, I, I didn't realize there was such a big Greek contingent in the Marple Newtown Brumall okay. area until huge, like huge. I, I know that now. Yeah. But I just nah, meeting nah. like you know Demetri and, and you know people at Barbies yeah, that's or whatever. Where they, they, uh, then I saw that they'll they do like Sunday weddings. And uh, then I saw that you're kind of in that mix, and I'm so curious about like how it's different. So so go ahead, but you have nah, yo, dipped the, into that too, the, and that's the, different. The that's a different world. You know what? Does that I was not, I was set up for it. I was yeah. You know, they said, okay, there's going to be some some uh, Greek, Greek music needs to be played. You need to play this, 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 and this. Okay, I set up a crate. So anytime I run into a, a Greek crowd, I am going to have songs that I am supposed to play traditionally. Yes. If, if I know it and I put it there, it's supposed to be there. Like, it's there for a reason. Uh, same thing with uh, in Indian music, like, well, Bollywood, rather. I talked to... You're doing Indian stuff, too. I have. You right. know, Hell or, yeah. or I, I need to be ready for if... Uh, we'll just say I'm in the club. And, you know, there's a table that uh, gets a bottle and it's uh, there, you know, Indian culture. There's, hey, you got any Bollywood? I am going to play something. Like, I'm, I want to get something. In. I don't want to say, yep. oh, I don't know it. I don't have it. Right. Always want to say yes as a DJ when it comes to music because, uh-huh. you know, that's going to be our, that's going to be our, our bond. That's going to be like where our relationship starts. Like me and you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was thinking earlier, you were the, um, the only person to, Asked for Up Jumps the Boogie by Timbaland and Magoo. Hell yeah. Yeah, nice. he asked for yeah. that record. Yeah. Way back. Shout out when Super I, when Friends. I first, when I first met him. Yeah. Yeah. When I was watching some of your clips to, uh, today, like that In My Life kind of mesh that you did, that was uh, mm. awesome. But yeah. you, um, do you always do that? Like, is every does every gig call for something different? Sometimes are you emceeing and kind of playing it straight, and then sometimes you're scratching? I Over the years... I took the scratching out of it unless it's time to, you know, to put some showmanship like on turn, it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, a lot of the career, I wanted to I wanted to spotlight. I wanted to shine. I'm like, you know, look at me. Look what I can do. And life happens. You know what I mean? Like, after, like, I I got the respect that I wanted in the business. Mm. And so now when, when I show up, it's all about, you know, the people in front of me. Let's have a good time. Yeah. Whatever we got to do. If I got to get on the mic and pump you up. Um, but for the peer group, like other DJs, yeah, 
I'll be lying to you if a DJ didn't walk in. If another DJ walks in, yeah, you better play a little bit harder because yeah, we yeah. we still have to be fans of each other mm-hmm. and, and play just a little bit harder. One hundred percent. Like I'm, I'm not it gonna translates like, on I'm, our, I'm not, not gonna ease up. Yeah, like, no, you I'm see like, him coming like I'm showing him. Yeah, yeah I, right. I want you to know like this is why I'm getting booked. Yeah. So when you like when you book any gig, you come with the same rig. To where you can kind of you can oh, yeah. pop in anything, yeah, yeah, so you don't yeah, yeah. you don't kind of go I, to I, one with will, not that. I will not shortchange anybody. Yeah, um, I, I yeah, because I, I wanted to be a DJ so badly. I, you don't just work hard to be lazy, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, I, I will say this: last year I had to do a, a party for um, a barstool, um, whatever. It was a barstool party down in Center City, the Sansom, the bar there. No, 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 no. It was for the, for the company. Okay, and. Um, the sun was beaming on the computer. Visual? And the computer, it, it was fried. Yeah. I had I couldn't use the Serato program, so I had to use, use Spotify. I still, like, I could, you know, just play one song, one song. But I'm like, no, nah, you still got to add some, add something to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was. So, so you're, you have an you're app on your phone or something that you're able to nah, use nah, in, nah, in nah. that Look, respect? If, if I can't perform my job the way that I normally can, I'd rather leave. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, you know, it's, it's, it's. I don't, it's not, it can't be about the money. Yeah, it's about I can't deliver what I was what I said I was going to deliver on. So right, and then there's somebody in the back that was let's see, and then they see and they got the wrong impression. You'd rather not do that, which mm-hmm. is because yeah. when you brought up you brought up the scratch and you said how earlier on it was so much about the showmanship and it it made me remember so vividly when we first met and I remember talking to you about it. Mm-hmm. It's like yo, this guy move. It's a performance. Like it was a whole nother level of DJing where. The DJ was somebody that you couldn't, like you had to watch because this, the mixing, like the scratching, the medleys, mm. and then you'd come around and start doing like the dancing that like I had never seen in person before. Oh, it was know, because rock star I, shit. Yeah. It was incredible. I, I wanted to uh, and stay, were, stay true to what got me there. And it, it, yeah, was, it yeah. was dancing. So I, I remember I was at Dirty Nelly's um, and the DJ who was playing... I said to myself, I want to make a difference in this in the DJ community because he he started playing pour some sugar on me in during like peak hour. Yeah. And we were having fun. I'm like, man, what is this dude yeah. doing? He's killing the party yeah. is what he's yeah. doing. He's and I said I, I wanted to give it a shot. And yeah. you know, it worked out. But I will say this. Eddie set a really good example because Eddie was on fire. Like Eddie, he knew how to play a little bit of everything. Uh he could scratch. And um he, you can see that he he played like like he cared. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I, I never like true I never, I never authentic b boy. Yeah, like atmosphere without the dancing. Like he's not breaking or anything, but like you know, true I, I student I've of break. the game. Really? Yeah, yeah. He can. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a little I, surprised, I, I, I but not it. completely it. surprised. You know, thicker, thick, bigger, thicker guy, right? I, I saw like, it. Yeah. But like he's one of the first dudes I saw wearing like the Kangol like track suit. I'm like, yeah. oh shit. Yeah, he's. I never saw him dance yeah, he, though. He's a he's a hip hop. Guy, yeah, and you, you know what you, from you know what kind of DJs you're dealing with by the conversations that they have about music because you know anybody can you know be the guy in the bar who's playing the hits, but when somebody can have a conversation about you know music, he's that guy. And the people came before in the history of it, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, he's yeah. he's his his depth is, is serious, right. so that now, made me want to you know just get my library. Type. Yeah, how does it make you feel, especially nowadays when you go out to a bar or club and it's obvious someone's playing a playlist and just press press play. Like, I mean, um, 
I guess if they're not posing like they are doing, doing something like you know, like the, the one thing it's that we not so bad, but yeah, is what kind of effort they're giving. Effort, yeah. And if if they look like they're having a good time, it's going to sell. Mm. They they don't. I don't. I used to be the stickler, like, oh, you got to do it the old school way. You got to cut, scratch, and you got to, oh, you know, vinyl. I understand that times change. You can mm. now have the music synced for you. I'm always going to use headphones because that's the way I came up, and I need to hear the music before I deliver it to you. Um, you're, I, I just, I'm never going to trust the computer 100%. I would much rather trust my ear first, but, you know, now you move with the times. Like, you know, if I see a guy who's um, using the sync button, the automatic, you know, like mixing, mm -hmm. I'm not going to slam him. I'm looking at, okay, which, what's your journey? Wait, what is your intent here? Right. Is it, you know, are you just trying to get a check or yeah. is, are you trying to be cool? What is it? Because what you're in this for is going to show eventually. And that's what I've learned about um, like DJs in the game. Yeah, that's interesting. You said that, like, it's okay. Like, if, if you're doing that for a reason, fine. But what is your intent? Like, what, if, if you're going a little bit, like, are you doing something more to add to the overall experience? So for you to add, you know, for to say something like overall intent, uh, that's pretty cool like that. Yeah, you need to, you need to have a have a goal. Um Yeah, what's the goal? Yeah, my goal is strictly I want everybody to have as much fun as they possibly can. That's what I'm here for. That's what I why I got into the business. I got into the business to show people a good time. And that's it. I'm actually surprised I'm still doing it. Like, you know, I've I've seen like look, I was at Barney's for 12 years. Yeah. I I thought I was I just wanted to make it 7. Yeah. I hadn't, you know, seen uh any DJs be somewhere long term and I wanted to you know, be an yeah. example of, you know, you can, you don't have to just skip, you know, from place to place. You, you want to be able to show some kind of stability. Longevity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. in, in the business. And I've watched, you know, everybody else. Um, the J Roy, for example, J Roy is, um, he did Barney's for a long time and then sure. Xfinity, he's been there since they opened. What people don't understand is how hard that is to do. And we are in the business where it's, it's the wild, wild west. They're looking for the new DJ that has new following. Who comes and undercuts your price. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, That's never going away. Never. No, that's you know, human nature in, in any business, really. Yeah. yeah. You know, you, you learn to deal with that. You learn to deal with, um, you know, weird friendships, you know, that, you know, people didn't really think that you would go. Yeah, they, they'll get mad at you for, you know, them not getting as far. You know what I mean? Like, right, exactly. There, yeah. there, there's the competition, but. The competition, the competitive mind of me went away um, once I realized I, I proved my point. I just wanted, yeah. to, I just wanted to show people I'm serious. Like, yo, mm -hmm. I, I, I love this shit. Yeah, like, I, I want to play. Well, you made your mark definitely. What, uh, what's the summer look like? What's the future as far as gigs? Weddings, and, mm -hmm. um, uh, two proms, and um, I'm, I'm out in Conshohocken at the uh, Great American Pub. Okay, um, yeah, I, I like to spread it out. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't want to be anywhere, um, you know, like too long. You don't want to overstay your welcome, mm -hmm. and you need to. You find, certainly don't want to overstay your welcome. Good you call. don't want to overstay your you, welcome, and you have to keep your eyes and ears open enough to know yeah. and be open to new business. You want to. Yes. Um, I, I will say this: a, a buddy of mine gave me some good advice years ago. Old head, he said you want to show growth, Mike. But what is showing growth in in the DJ business? Really, showing growth is you know growing with your audience. You know what I mean? Like, all right, so. Mm -hmm. Uh, like Nas, one of my favorite rappers, he's not pulling the same types of crowds, you know, that he used to 20 years ago. His audience grew with him, and now, where it might have been rowdy, you know, back then, everybody's there now to enjoy, enjoy the show. Same thing with um, with the with the 50 Cent. His 
fan base has cooled off mm. and, and matured, you know, 20 years ago, dang. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Give it to Dow Triumph 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, and I, I learned that that was something. I watched a lot of you know old school interviews and Prince said that you want your audience to grow with you because you, you're you never going to be that brand new artist ever again. You only get that once. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, like I don't, I don't want to be like uh, the way I was when I first started. When I listen to some of those mixes, dude. Yeah, you know, but that, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's that's the beginning. Everybody's got to go through it, right? And you have to put a hard time in when you're doing this type of stuff that we do. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not mm-hmm. something you can really you can get good in a couple of years, but you really don't get it's time that, that three thousand, you know, that thirty thousand foot view of mm-hmm. what's going on yeah, until like, you like realize like yeah. a decade's gone by, yeah. and that only happens with getting comfortable and, and getting that comfortable. longevity and, and whatever. Yeah. But it takes a long time. You yeah. can get good in a couple of years, but you don't really get it. Mm-hmm. For a while. Yeah, for a while. It's the what you really have to watch in this business is where you are and where you stand in it. You know what I mean? You're gonna have your hot nights, you're gonna have your, your cold nights, um, you're gonna have the times where the phone's blowing up and sometimes you know the phone's dry. Nobody is invincible. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't matter how good you are. Um, early on in my career, I used to to, you know, play the edge too much. And, you know, sometimes I'll be late. And nobody's going to tell you, hey, man, you might want to show up on time. What happens is, like, all right, you know what? This dude's late. You know, I can't take it anymore. Like, I'm not I'm not calling, I'm not booking him again. And who knows how many opportunities I might have messed up in the beginning just from not being on time, you know. Or, mm-hmm. hey, you know, I'm, I'm five minutes away when I'm not going to be there for another 20. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, like those type things. You right. You have to force yourself to grow up. And that is the one thing I really wish I had, like, early on was just strong mentorship to to like teach me which is for just the, the business side of it. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, just it, from a character standpoint, yo, if you, you mess up, stand yeah. up. Put you be the first to put your hand up and, and then take it from there. You gotta take your lumps in this yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. And to <laughs> see it from those eyes, it's like when you're in it like that and you're young, you're you're but it's when you're older is when you look back on that. It's like mm-hmm. there's plenty of people, everybody probably like wish they knew now what they should have known then, you know. Yeah, as far as being like, but hey, you're young, and what you were saying (laughs) about those uh, early gigs, listening back, and how like, oh shit, I can't believe that. But what you don't hear in those recordings is the energy and the fucking youthfulness Mm -hmm. of your live of the game. Yeah, yeah, your live presentation and the and the crowd seeing you for the first time and being blown away. So like when I listen back to like some old, like it's hard. You think it's horrible because uh, as you've grown in the bit, you know, business. You hear things differently, but you don't hear on tape that that was their first time seeing you and you might have been jumping off a fucking drum set or yeah, something. Yeah. yeah. There's like, there's magic to those shows when you listen back too, but you had to be there almost. Yeah. I know. What a, what a long, strange trip it's been. Right. The yeah. quote the Grateful Dead. So uh, to wrap it up, do you have any like, do you have any recurring things that people can check you out or any, any big, uh, not, new not places. Really. So you got Carnies in Cape May. Yeah, Carnies in Cape May. Uh, I'll be there this summer. I'll be at um, uh, Princeton. I still do Down Nightclub. Okay. Um, which is uh, next to Howl at the Moon. I've been there since 2015. It's still fun. Like I'm. You already know. Usually it's a five year run for for the nightlife. Uh-huh. Hey, look, I thought bootleg was gonna be the <laughs> yeah. like the the deck, the lagoon. I thought that was gonna be a forever thing. Once look, when I got the DJ there. It was, it, it was, I, I couldn't believe it. I was. You felt like it's that, a big time. Yeah, that was yeah, a big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I big couldn't time. believe it. The, that was the spot. Yeah. Um, you see, like, so many chains. I was at Mad River for a long time. Uh-huh. You know, uh, big ups to them. Oh, I'll be at Ladder 15. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll be at ladder um, on a regular basis, and whoever you know who wants whoever wants to do business, reach out and find. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's we'll have your links. I'm just just happy to play. Yeah. Where can people find you online? Oh, um, my Instagram is Move.0. Um, well, it's M-U-V-E. Yeah, is that M- point M- oh or point zero? Point zero. Okay. Yeah, move point zero. I, I just switched that name recently because I wanted to be a better version. All right. You know what I mean? Nice. Come, uh, come through with something, with something different. Growth. Yeah, got yeah. got to show growth. Hell yeah. Um, uh, I don't really use TikTok, you know, yeah. like, like that. Like right. my, my main audience is, is Instagram. Uh, Facebook as well. You know, I'm, I'm on there. Um, YouTube, I put some stuff on there every once in the blue. Um, SoundCloud to have some mixes that I, I put up there, but I, I'm starting to realize that the true experience is in person. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, the, especially for e- something you do, which is visual. Yeah, I, I need to see who I'm audio. playing for. Um, like, I don't really think I'd be a good radio fit because, like, I'm. I need to see who I'm playing for. Like, what what is my goal? What is the intention? Um, and it's the energy in that inter- moment yeah, that moment. can't be replicated. Exactly. It's, it's moment to moment. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and now that we have Spotify and streaming services, mm. everybody's their own DJ. And everybody thinks that they can do my job. Yeah. Right. That's a, right. All right. And then you have to, but you have, but your job is to bring that human element to it yeah. in a way that they can't replicate. Yep. So that's the, that's, you, you, you need somebody that's, that's going to read, you need somebody to read a room. Yeah. Yeah. Not now me. we just got to get more people outside to the places instead of just thinking they can see everything behind a phone screen. All, like all the kid, the kids, where do they go, or do they just watch things on their phone? Well, <laughs> I will say this: from the proms that I've seen, mm-hmm. when they're coming out back, there, they are in the moment. They are dancing. I saw my own eyes. That's good to hear. And, I don't, I don't see that too often. I, 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 I've seen that. That's, that's on a DJ because a lot of people will go to their phone if they're bored. I've, I've seen it. It's, uh-huh. They're, they're having a good time, and you can't be on your phone to have a good time at the same time. You just right. can't. Right. You know, you, if you, you got to stop and, you know, give the attention to getting that video rather than having the experience yourself. Uh, I would, I, I want, I'm tell you what, when I'm doing proms, weddings, whatever, I want everybody as vested as possible. I don't want any distractions, you know. Well, if they see you, I'm sure that they definitely will be because uh, you're a pro. You absolutely are, man. Uh, it was great. Yeah, I want yeah, to thank DJ Move for coming you. on, hanging with us. Yeah. We're going to link to all your stuff. Check him out on Instagram at Move. That's M-U-V-E dot zero. Dot zero. Check it out, and we'll, we'll link to the other stuff. DJ Move. Very everybody. profound thing you said. I didn't work this hard to be lazy. Beautiful. I'm, I'm taking that with me. Taking that with me. Thank you. Thanks Beautiful. a lot.